Well, cool beans, man. We are live on uh, Beyond the Woodline. I'm your host, Joe DeHoyos. My lovely and talented uh, co-host, Ms. Shannon Rogers, is having some issues right now. So hopefully she gets those taken care of and she'll be able to log in in just a few moments. But uh, in the meantime, I have Mr. Michael, is it Koff? Is that how you pronounce it? It is Koff. Okay, good. Mr. Michael Koff. And I meant to ask you while we were talking uh, before we actually went on the air, what are the uh, all the little letters after your name? You have G S H S O T E P P D N P T. So those are paranormal teams that I am a part of or that I support. Okay. And so when I investigate, I like to investigate as those. Okay. Um. Are you, are you actually a part of all those teams, or? Um, I am a part of the first two. Uh, Potter Paranormal is PP. I'm kind of consulting with them and helping out. Um, the first one, GSH, is Ghost Ship Hunters. Okay. It's a global group. And the second one is a group I helped the lady who runs it form up north, I believe in Michigan, off of the Great Lakes at Sirens of the Expanses. Okay, okay. And as you can see, we have our my lovely and talented and graceful co-host Shannon joining the show too. What is up, Miss Shannon? He always picks on me. I'm doing good. It took me no. It took me a second, my son. <laughs> I have a four-year-old, and it's kind of hard, you know. Y'all, as y'all know, I live the camper life, the RV life, and when you know your son's, you know, <laughs> I had to handle that real quick. So, what's the Lupe Mendoza? What's up, Vato Locals? I'm sure he's watching his Cowboys, his favorite team, playing. But uh, yeah. yeah. I've worked so, with Mike uh, quite a few times, actually, Michael. Now I'm calling him Mike. <laughs> yeah. I've worked with him uh, quite a few times at quite a few locations. He's come on some of my events. He's just a really nice guy. And so we were chit-chatting the other night about something. And I'm like, dude, you ought to come on and, and talk and tell yeah. us about yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he came on. Uh, we were just talking about that, too, uh, how he doesn't really self-promote. But, you know, I, I think it's good for people to come out here and uh, – and get to know other people and other people get to know them and uh, definitely meet some of the most positive people out, out there in this uh in this community oh if you want positive hang out with shannon <laughs> you're so nice and joe's laughing i see <laughs> I get we always on. have fun yeah. yeah we do exactly and that's that's one thing when i do events it's just like everybody has a really good time I, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like you get, we respect spirit when we go in and we have a good time. We laugh. We take multiple breaks. So it's more of an experience. I mean, we can always do the, like the, the private, serious, you know, investigations. But, you know, the the events are still serious. But you get to, you know, hang out with people. You get to investigate, take breaks, have food, you know. That's, that's why I love Old Park, because you can really, really do that there. You can really get to know people and have dinner and stay the night. And that's just, which I'm going to be booking that place again soon. So, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, you had your birthday there. 
Yeah, that was a rough one for me because I had just come off that insane, you know, seven cities and states and in three and a half weeks. Plus, you know, that's where they fixed my thyroid medicine. So I was just barely hanging on that day. And I'm and that's when right after that event, that's when I took, what, six weeks off. Yeah. And what a blessing they put changed my medication. And now I'm like, I'm coming out the shoot running. Do you remember me telling you about that concrete plan, Michael? I do. Um, remember me telling you that I felt like somebody got crushed there and two other people picked up on it as well. It's never been investigated, but I've gone in there. I know. And I was like, I, we ought to go. <laughs> I got the phone call today that it was validated from the person that owned the plant that yes, absolutely. Someone did get crushed and, and, and deceased in that location. And I'm just like, dude, cause if you, yeah. if you've been inside the place, you'd understand it's hard to imagine something like that happening. It's just the way the building is and everything's set up. So, but we're doing an online investigation this weekend just because John um, Doherty's coming to town because we have to go next. So we're, he wanted to come to town to do an investigation because he's like a kid like me and loves doing this crap. I think he's a little bit more hyper and loves it more than I do. Well, I don't know. That's hard to say, but he's like, well, what can we do? And I'm like, well, two miles from my house happens to be this place. That's where I got my attachment. Da, da, da. So we set up just an on, just a live investigation with me, Lauren and him. And it's not going to be an event or anything, but we'll, we'll be doing that live. But he's going to say here, um, probably with, with me, where he's going to stay here with me for a week because we have to turn around and go right to next weekend. Actually, next Thursday, we're going to Salina to do some prep work and a, and a solo investigation at, um, I can't even think right now, at the, the where we're doing the Paracon at the Temple. The temple. Yeah, and then the next weekend we're having the Paracon at the temple. So there's a lot of moving around. So I came out of the shoot running again, and I'm I'm ready. I'm excited, and I'm so glad we got to investigate at Fort Walters last weekend. That was awesome. That was. I was a little tired because I just left work after a crazy week. But, no, that was really awesome, and I can't wait to have more adventures there. They're having two haunted houses there, which is important to mention, Texas Scaregrounds. You get two haunted houses in one, and it's on an it, and they're on a, in a haunted location. A lot of those artifacts in this haunted house, or props and everything, were at the Nazareth, which was extremely haunted. Or so, Beach Hospital. Oh, Beach Army Hospital is like how many yards away? It's it's insane. Yeah, but I think and, they got some of the stuff from there too in the new haunt. Ah, uh, just there's a lot to be. Yeah, it's going to be cool there too. So, and then for Halloween, I'm going to be out at Old Park Hotel doing and being part of their haunted house because I promised them I would do it this year. But yeah, if I'm going to be working security. I got me a what do they call them? A tactical vest <laughs> and everything. I'm like, I, went, I bought one online. I, told me. I am. I volunteered for two. I told her I could only do it for two weeks, but I would love to help out and for the Fort Walters and everything. So that's going to be fun. So anybody in the Texas area, it's going to be really interesting. I recommend anyone coming out because it's a really new and upcoming place. So not for just the haunted house, but for the haunted attraction as well for, for investigations, which will open up in 2022. That's and pretty cool. We had some really cool EVPs there and yeah. experiences going off. Before we even did the EVPs, we had some uh, Jordan got touched and no, no, set no, off a piece right. of equipment that was on the other end of a hallway. 
We still haven't figured out how that happened. Well, yeah, I, I was right there, and it was it was really weird. You're right, Michael. Like it was, like she thought it was a bug that hit her head, but there weren't any bugs flying around in there. And there was this huge like plastic bottle cap laying on the ground right there. And and but when she screamed, about what 30, 40 yards away down the uh, in the hallway around a little, little cove that you can't even see, there was a motion uh, sensor set off on a a haunted, a haunted, you know, prop, which was a skull that would, and she said she heard a, a wolf howl and that's exactly what went off. So it was just really weird. I think it's something like letting her know that getting her attention. Yeah. And you, it's important to know it was motion activated. I'm sorry. Audible. <laughs> yes. And there was no motion around period. It was really interesting. And, and it cycles through and so we had to cycle through several sounds for it to make the one and she was like yeah that was it and we all were like yeah that's what we heard because we didn't even know it howled and she, she says no i heard a wolf howl and then we couldn't find out there was a you know a wolf that howls on it so yeah definitely looking forward to getting back in that place well, I'm hoping to be able to start doing events. Um, Got to go through and do a good preliminary investigation this Saturday. And if so, we'll be able to start opening that up too. But yeah, I can't wait to start doing events or just even just be a part of investigations out at Fort Walters. It's really, it's really awesome. Yeah. I wish I could share this out right now, but I'm on my cell phone because I'm sitting outside. Oh, okay. Well, I shared it to my timeline. I got a couple other people who just shared it out too. So. Thank you, Courtney, for doing it. Um, can you share it to Paranormal Explorations? I sure can. Sorry, with my son uh, right now, I, won't, I usually have my laptop and my phone and work simultaneously. But and it, when I was inside, my reception was horrible. I was cutting up and everything, so I had to come outside. That's why I'm out here tonight. Let me see. Yeah, I'll share it to you. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. What got you into the paranormal field? How, how well, long you that? I kind of grew up in it in a way where I was having experiences, but I never gave it much thought. Um, I had an experience when I was two where I fell down a shed and remember like years later, this is years later, like I'm 13, I'm remembering when I was two and falling down this shaft from an attic down the second story first story to a basement and the only thing that happened was my eyebrow got cut that's why one of my eyebrows doesn't have the full hair going across it okay and i remember that having a conversation with someone as i'm going down and this white light around me and i thought nothing of it and then I started realizing, wow, that, that was a paranormal encounter. <laughs> and I'd see shadows all the time into the corner of my eyes moving around. I could hear, like, conversations when nobody's around. And so I always just thought, well, that's normal life for me. And... I've seen on TV people going and investigating and trying to experience all this stuff. And I was like, well, that's on TV. And 
I'll probably never ever be on TV, so I'll just switch over and try and make a normal life, so to speak. And then come to find out, people are actually going out and doing this. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm switching back. <laughs> but, so what uh, happened to your eyebrow? Did that, was, that, was, that, was that paranormal? Or? Uh, well, we found out that it got clipped by a wire. And I got up from the concrete ground in the basement. And that was the only thing. No broken bones. Hmm. Just my eyebrow was cut enough to where no hair would ever grow there. Oh, okay. So when did you start actually going out and doing paranormal investigations? I was going off on my own for like probably five years now. But three, four years ago... I got approached by a team and started investigating with them. And I started realizing investigating with them. That's how I met Shannon and others and talking with them. It's like, I realized I have more in common with them than I do with my own team that I'm with. And so I parted ways and tried other teams and i just found kind of doing it my own with the people that i resonate with is so much better than going to places with people that you're on a team with so you feel like you should be experiencing stuff together and hearing them saying oh i'm having this happen and i'm sitting there going nope <laughs> I, I'm not hearing that. I'm not seeing that. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I, I like and, to be an individual too. I, I see what you're saying. You can just, you know, collaborate with people and move around and have your individuality. Yeah, I, that's what I like is getting a flavor with everybody. And I was finding with the team I was on that they were like starting to complain that I was like going and investigating with Shannon or going and investigating with this team. And they're like, Hey, what about our team? Don't you ever want it? And I'm like, you guys aren't doing anything right now. So I'm doing right. something. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to roll out, aren't we? <laughs> and I flat out told them too, when I joined the team the second time, I was like, you guys realize I've been going out on my own. And so I'm going to keep doing that. They're like, okay. And then they were like, started being like, no, we really want you to focus with us. And I was like, uh, -uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not burning bridges. I've worked hard to create. <laughs> right. So what are some of your play for your favorite places that uh, you've investigated? Uh, one of my favorites was the Nazareth because I seen an apparition of someone there during an event. And it was kind of funny because I'm sitting here looking and something just says in my head, look up. And I look up and I see this person walking and someone's doing a meditation. And so I'm like, oh, God. Do I interrupt the meditation because someone's <laughs> about to walk in the door or 
what come to realize <laughs> when I took a step back, the person A disappeared. Oh wow. And B, where I saw the person, I could not see the windows. They were already inside. And oh. so I was like, that just blew my mind. I was like, oh man, it's like I wish I had stopped her, but I was like, out of respect for her, I was like, nope, you finish your meditation. <laughs> and the second she was done, I was like, while you were meditating, I saw this, and everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I know what I think. I was there at that event actually. Me said meditate. Yeah. Um, yeah. From eight. Yeah. And let's see. Another spot that I was at was five years ago. I was in West Virginia at a school and I was in a classroom closet walking around and I felt like something on my shoulders was trying to push me through the floor to another level. And I was like, I'm not having this. I'm on this level. You're not pushing me through a solid floor. Not happening. So I walk into the hallway, and my friend from Europe, who I was traveling with, is in the hall talking with someone. And just as I walk in, he's fixing his hat. And he says, man, a spirit just walked up and flicked this hat off my head. And I'm like, great. I missed it. <laughs> All right. And so I start walking into another classroom and we have our backs side to side and we both hear a voice clear as day, a little girl. And we both stop dead in our tracks, turn, look at each other. And we're having this silent conversation like you heard that, right? Yeah, I heard it, too. What what what'd you hear? That's what I heard. You know, it's like we're having that mental connection. And then we hear uh, her call his name and both of us dart to where we heard it and I go actually into this auditorium balcony and standing there and it's completely empty not a soul in there and this is daytime and we uh, were getting ready to leave and I had to go find him and when we got to the car the funny story was because both of us have been talking on Facebook and I would always say, oh, you know, you may run, but I'm going to stay and face it. And he put his hands in the car and he goes, thank you for not embarrassing me and running out of screaming like a girl out of the building. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. A voice. <laughs> I know what location you're talking about, too. Same area yeah it's a school where they're turning it into an art gallery now hmm. is it in mineral Wells? no it's in west virginia no oh okay hmm. i didn't catch that part i'm sorry i keep having yeah. to mute my mic because my neighbors football cowboys are playing so i keep but, muting it and the strange cool. thing is it's built on a slant huh and there was a claim that out of the top window, some kids had committed suicide. And Aww. we went up there and we got in that room. It was the only room that had flies on all the windows. Hello. 
It's like you walk around this entire building, you don't see nothing. No bugs, no nothing. You get up there, man, where are all these flies coming from? Hey, guys, I'm going to go grab my charger real quick, okay? Since I had to switch to my phone, I can plug in right here. So give me one sec. Okay, no problem. All right. And do you have any special abilities or gifts? I would say I have sometimes I can sense, like, I'll get a sense, like, there's something there. And I'll be like, I'll stop and I'll just kind of, like, start to scan the room, trying to figure out where is it coming from. And I can sense, like, energy or sometimes I feel like I can sense spirit when they're there before they say anything. It's like I kind of get. I, I kind of nicknamed it with a friend, a spidey sense, you know, and you're like, you're walking in somewhere and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. You're like, I'm, I feel like I'm being watched, but I don't feel like I'm being watched. I feel like there's somebody here, but I know there's nobody here kind of feel. Right. Right. Yeah. That That's what I get a lot. And sometimes I can hear voices and, I don't really say what I'm hearing because a lot of times I feel like it's like an internal conversation. And so it's like, yeah, if I say this, it's not going to make sense to anybody. And I'm just going to keep this to myself. <laughs> you never know. It might make sense to somebody. Somebody might be able to put that to the puzzle that they're hearing or something. Yeah. I always trust my instincts, though, and my gut because. I've tried in the past and saying like, oh, I can do this or that. And then people like start looking at you different and are like, I don't think you really can. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that anymore. <laughs> so what events do you have coming up next? Do you have any uh, investigations going on? Um, I don't have any investigations coming up, but... I am taking October to help out with the Texas Scaregrounds. So I'll be in Mineral Wells mm. with Chaos and Mayhem. It's okay. really cool. We have got on a military base and we're in a PX building is one of the haunted houses. That's going to be this huge maze with really cool rooms. And then we got a bank. And we found out the PX was also the commissary. So there's this huge open area where people can wait in line. And we got some special stuff in mind for people while they're waiting. We got us, we're setting up a store in there. And it's going to be really wild. And Shannon and I were talking about going to Oklahoma so I may come out and do that one was that in October you were looking at Shannon yeah you know what I just had to cancel that I needed to take it off my website and the reason is is they you know they're run pretty much by the historical society it is a museum now and there's a lot of liability there and they were wanting a certain kind of insurance I could have got the insurance but it would have been you know that was a, a break-even event it was just part of the car. But, you know, and the lady was really rooting, but the board was, I guess they were thinking it was going to be like a massive event. And I was like, let me kind of explain to you how we do it in the field. 
Um, we call it events, but it's really just an investigation. Now, an event is when I do like a masquerade, you know, what I, when I, which I, I'm planning on um, next year having, a, or actually maybe even uh, New Year's Eve doing a really big at a haunted location, which I've been thinking about it and talking about it for a while, doing a masquerade ball at a haunted location with the DJ and all that kind of stuff and, and everybody book rooms there and all that kind of stuff. So that's happening. But I guess they kind of thought that it was going to be like at a big event. And I'm like, no, it's actually just an investigation. So right. I canceled it. But I mean, there was no hard feelings. I just told her, I was like, you know, it's a lot more than I plan on getting into at the moment. I said, but I would love to come back and do a private. And so we're just a few of us share the cost and go and have fun. So that's definitely on the table still. Like I said, it's one of those things I have to remove it. But I got a lot of cool stuff coming up, though. And December 4th, I'm going to be at Old Park with Brandon Alvis and Mustafa. I need to book my ticket on that one. Yeah, that's going to be wild. Yeah. Anytime that Old Park is wild, but would you add that trifecta right there? Or the <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really good. And I, I can't wait. I, literally, I talk about that location all the time. I really do because they're just amazing. And yeah. then, you know, the Nazareth, unfortunately, we can't be there anymore. But it's okay because they picked another great location, two locations to continue, you know, what they're doing on. So, and with Old Park, did you get to do the jail? Yeah, I did. I did. And uh, Dan actually said that that was one of the most epic EVP sessions we ever did. A lot of pieces of the puzzle were clearly intelligent, intelligently coming through and it was, it was hot. It was so, it was like in, Oh my gosh, I think May or June, May, I don't know, but it was really, really hot. And, but yeah, it, the, what was happening, the activity was insane. So I love I it when they do the, that. I was on the second group to go in there. And we were all sitting in the main cell area. And all of a sudden, it's like one of my legs started feeling like there was pressure on it. And I was kind of feeling like something like on my face. And they all started looking at me and going, you realize you have a spirit sitting on your lap, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm starting to feel it. Yeah, I could feel it. And they're like, do you need to step out because you're starting to look and i was like i'm not stepping out and they're like why i go if something's attached to me i am making sure it leaves and stays here before i step out there and am responsible for unleashing it out there because <laughs> if anything's keeping it in there i don't want to be the one that goes hey let's cross this threshold together and go okay go have fun <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're here for a reason. You're going to stay here. <laughs> I'm not right, a taxi. Exactly. <laughs> do you do anything to protect yourself? I usually go and I wear a ring that's got a triquenta on it, which is the druidic symbol for protection. I wear shungite. I have magnetic beads that have magnets on them that's supposed to keep energy up and I also have a, I think it's called a quinseed. It's, I actually have it on right now, but it's a seed from Italy where nuns have gathered them up 
and they bless them and they put them in a resin and it's supposed to repel any energies in a three foot radius nothing can cross those that's cool and so i was like yeah i got that because when i went to the labaca jails i stepped into a portal and i didn't realize i was in a portal and i started getting drained to the point to where i was out and someone touched my shoulder and i fell to the ground i mean i was out and then i came to and i was like man that something got through my protection and that's when a friend said yeah you were in a portal i need to get you one of these seeds from italy and that'll help keep that from ever happening again and i was like so blessed to have friends like that that are looking out for me and what's that seed called again i think it's called a quince seed okay i'm, I'm, I'm looking that up me too. And that's the thing is like, no matter how protected we are. And I try to tell people, cause I learned that at the concrete plant when I got my little issue, like no matter how protected you think you are, there's always something that can get through. We're not always a hundred, we're sometimes we're vulnerable, you know? So you always have to be extra care careful and know the people you're investigating with so they can know you and know what it, and catch you. Like you said, have friends that can see that something's wrong with you, that you, you're, the look in your eyes have changed. Even, even if you don't fall to the floor, cause that's definitely a big sign, but you know, that's really important is to have each other's back and pay attention to the people around you. Yeah. And I, I have to say my big thing with that was I've always been able to sense like if there's an energy portal around, like when I go to, I think it's the Hood County Jail Museum, the one in Granbury, they have a portal in there. And the guy that he knows me, he'll always say to me, he goes, where's the portal now? And I'll go walking around and I'll be like, oh, it's over here. He's like, yeah. And so I can sense those. And this one completely caught me off guard. And I did I did a lot of thinking about it and was like, how could that be? And the one thing that I came up with and with talking to my friends about it in the spiritual community is it was not a natural portal. Somebody had opened something and left it open. And so I was like, after that happened to me, I put what happened to me and I put a message out that says, people, please do not open things you don't understand and leave them open because you don't know that it's not closed and it's dangerous to do this. And a lot of times they can be opened by things that aren't even like the living people, like suicides can create such havoc that it can create a portal to open. So right. There's so many different reasons. And, and that's why you always, you don't know what you're dealing with in a hundred percent of the time. We just don't, we're not experts. That's why we do. That's why we're researchers, investigators is so we can help my neighbors. They're watching the football game. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just gonna be quiet and mute myself. <laughs> hey, Michael. So, what is a Reiki master? Reiki master. Okay, so Reiki is energy, and it's learning that you can heal things in the body 
with energy because it's just a blockage and you can use energy to move it through and so when you go and you're learning it they have reiki one and two and three which you just learn how to do three is remote healing where you can i can work on someone that's not in front of me reiki one and two is you just learn deeper connection to the energy around you and um, start to feel your own aspect of it. Like I can feel the energy of like lightning, water, the elements. And master is means you just went through and took a extra class and can teach Reiki to others. Okay. I have a question on that. Have you ever gotten, we're going to do Reiki on someone and said, I'm sorry, I can't because of their energy? I have. And funny story about that is I ignored my gut on it and said, no, I'm going to work on this person because his partner, well, his wife really was intent on, you know, he's got to have this and it's really good. He needs this help. And so I did the work, and I ended up getting stiffed on the bill, on the exchange. And so I learned, yeah, always make sure everything is on the level before going through. But on the flip side, I used to help friends out with it, and a really sweet lady came over and she said, yeah, my daughter works for a chiropractor and she has all these back issues and the chiropractor won't work on her. I'm like, really? That, that seems kind of cold. I mean, you won't even, he won't even help his own staff, but I was like, all right, uh, you know, I'll see what I can do. And I did one session with her and in my mind's eye, I could see like what was, I, I describe it as harp strings and they were all kind of like dusty. And so I would vision myself plucking these strings and they're getting cleared and you can see the energy starting to flow. Well, her mom, when I'm done with the session, gets up comes over and she's like talking to her daughter and she runs her hand down her back. And I kind of was like at first going, okay, well, that's kind of an odd thing. Maybe she's just trying to comfort her, you know, and saying it's okay. You know, maybe I didn't see something she saw and she was uncomfortable, but come to find out her back was in like a really bad S curve that was painful to her. And she took my hand then and put it down her spine, and it was straight. It, like, somehow realigned itself, and she was like, I don't know how you did that. And I looked at her and I said, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just a conduit for the energy. It did what it needed to do. I'm grateful she had such a great experience. But I, if you ask me today, what did I do? I don't know. Hmm. I really don't know, <laughs> but that's and, the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. I and how'd you get involved with this? I've always wanted to help people, and I've always had a knack to where, like, 
if somebody had a headache, I could put my hand on their shoulder and they would start and just like kind of talk to them or just be there. And they would say, oh, my headache's gone. Thank you. I feel so much better. You know, thank you for just listening or thank you for just being here. Okay. And so then somebody said, yeah, you know, maybe you should try Reiki because, I don't know, is Shannon telling me to hold on? No, she'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> but when they were explaining the Reiki to me, I was like, man, that just sounds really cool and like something I could do. And I went to, funny stories, I went with my mom at a bookstore and this nice couple came around and was doing everything and they and they stopped at me and the guy goes well you're a natural and so i was like why do i need ricky two three master why do i need any of that i, I can just stop now i don't need any of that and it got in my head and i was like oh yeah i can do this or that i'm a natural well then like Okay, let's go 15 years in the future, and I'm talking to a guy who communicates and channels while doing Reiki, and he's like, hey, do you have any interest in Reiki? And I said, funny you should say that. I did Reiki 1, and it was told I was a natural, and he's like, yeah, but did you really do Reiki 1? And so he goes, I'll tell you what, take my course. I'll give you a little discount because you've already done Reiki one. See what you think. And going through his, oh, my God, I learned, like, one side of the body is masculine energy. One side is feminine energy. You can ask questions, and depending on the side that responds, tells you what you're dealing with, what's in the past, and I was like, man, my mind got blown. And I was like, man, you, I want to learn everything I can from you. And so that's how I got my mastership from him was I was starting to learn. There is so much the body can tell us that I had no idea about. You know what I really appreciate about you, Michael, when we're talking about energy and stuff like that, I really do feel like you do have a true connection because I'm more connected to energy than anything. And I've noticed about you, like, instead of just everybody having fun in the field, liking each other, I think you get me a lot more than a lot of the investigators out there by I the do. conversations we have and everything. And it's, there's an appreciation there and, and it's mutual. And that's what I, I really, when we have our conversations, it's like, I can tell that you genuinely understand me. And which is, I mean, because we all run around and have fun and do our thing and get serious. But with, a lot of times it's just so fast forward. Nobody really gets to know each other, but I think you've really channeled into my energy and I, and I feel that and I, and I appreciate that. And I, you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. And it's just one of those things. It's a mutual respect and you can, you see past we, all the fun that everybody's having and you really connect to who I am. And I've always noticed that. And I do want to tell you, I appreciate that because that's hard for people to see in me sometimes. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also noticed between you and me, it's like I can tell when you're like tired at events. It's like I'll walk <laughs> up and I'll be like, hey, are, are you know, are you OK? Are you? And it's like I know you see I'm not just saying, hey, are you OK? It's like I know something's off. 
Well, I had that you? problem. Okay. <laughs> I, I had so many problems that stupid thyroid. I'm great now. Like once they changed that medication out, like I thought I have a new lease on life. Now I was tired on Saturday. It was because I, I mean, I just got off work and you know, I would just, I've been dealing with a lot of events and things that are happening and coming out and, you know, yeah. paracons and haunted house is just every direction. So I was just tired that day, but you know, yeah, like for the past year, you've seen me tired a lot, just like drain and, but I'm getting my energy balance out again in one second. My neighbors, I guess the Cowboys hit a field goal or something, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just noticed that. So yeah, yeah, you've been around like, you know, when I, you see me perked up and then it just went, shh, and then now I'm, I'm going back up again. So that's fun. And, and that's, what's really cool. And, I'm sorry, I gotta mute this. <laughs> uh, she she's seen me on the wave too, to where like I'll be really high about something, and you can tell. And when I'm like upset about something, I don't show my emotions a lot. I'll put on the happy smile, and I can fool a lot of people by smiling and being like all chipper and everything. But few people, and Shannon's one of them will be like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I can tell something's off. And I'm like, man, I thought I was really good at this. <laughs> well, it's because so we operate on a different level. We use energy and feeling, like to, to, we feel and connect to energy. However, that manifests, it's the energy we connect to, not the visuals. The energy turns into visuals. Does that make sense? It does. It turns into a storyline. It's like you feel the energy, and the energy you know transforms into what's going on. It's not like you just have visuals right away. We feel the energy and emotion of it first. And what's amazing is I have a friend that was interviewing me, and she goes, "Michael, I have to tell you one thing. I watched every one of the videos you were in from the team and that you put on YouTube." And I love that when a kid comes out energy, you become a kid energy and talk to it at that level. And if it's a goat, like an adult, you're at an adult level. And if it's, you know, starting to put up a front, you'll put up a front. It's like you will match it. And she's like, I see so many people struggle with that. And you just do it naturally. And I was like, I didn't even realize I was doing that. <laughs> What's your sign? Are you Pisces? What's your sign? I am Pisces. Ah, shut up. <laughs> Not Sorry. just any Pisces, though. I was born on the Ides of March. Oh, there you go. Oh, there but you go. Pisces tend to match energy that they're connecting to. That's what. That's why yeah. I was wondering. Sorry. That's cool. I didn't know that. Okay, carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Is I without realizing it, have a natural ability to match and communicate at whatever level they're presenting themselves. So when you help people, I mean, besides, you know, I guess like anything physical, do you help like emotional, mental? I have because growing up in like a spiritual awareness, not the dogma of religion, I think and perceive things I kind of feel like differently than some people. And so 
Like, I'll have a friend that'll say, you know, I keep having this happen. You know, what's going on? I was like, do you see this as a pattern in your life? And they're like, what do you mean? I said, you're repeating this pattern. What are you not getting from yourself that you keep repeating this pattern? And they're like, well, I need this, this. And I'm like, no. What in you are you missing that you're creating these scenarios to bring it to you? And they're like, oh, you're and right. I, I could do it this way. And if I did that, and it's like, you can see when they get that aha moment. And it's like, you'll see the entire energy shift and go, okay. And, and I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to say, and that's the thing of 2021. The message of this year was is patterns, breaking patterns. That horrible retrograde we went through was to acknowledge patterns and to break them, to start anew. And so it's funny you brought that up because it was acknowledgement of patterns, like patterns have to be broken to ascend. Does that make sense? It does. And there are so many times, and I was taught of the mirror effect and it really changed my life when i learned what a mirror effect is and i use it in paranormal too is when say like i'll use you as an example joe you did something and i was like man that really upset me i'm looking at you and i go why did that upset me well, because something about you is what I see in me. So I'm really upset that I am that way. And I would do that. And it's like, oh, man, I need to change that. And so people will show what you don't like about yourself is what really upsets you about people. And you're like, I can't believe they would do that. Well, they're not really doing that to you. They're showing you something you don't like about yourself that you don't want to see right it's kind of like the shadow yeah. we can overlook anything and that's people got to really start tapping into what they're feeling and their emotional guidance system through the law of attraction you know you this is what i've studied and, and i do believe this we all are born with an emotional guidance system something in your gut something that tells you you need to listen to it we need to listen to our emotions more because our higher self is telling us what's good for us what's not what's you know like, like what, what we're learning from a situation so people really got to start tapping in and like it's okay to like feel what's going on with yourself you don't have to like yeah. block put it in blocks and you know in boxes and put it on a shelf because you're not getting anywhere with that that's why so many people like store stuff inside so much they like have a breakdown because you're not supposed to even though right. we're human and we do that but that but, but naturally we're not supposed to but we do and being pisces one of the things that drives all my friends nuts is <laughs> i can be furious about something and in my mind i'm like okay i got that out and I'll start going, so are we going to go play video games now? <laughs> and they're like, how did you just on a dime go from matter than hell to, hey, let's go have some fun? Because we progressed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's just how my mind works. I can flip on an emotion, uh, like on a dime. Like, I can be upset about something, and then I'm like, okay, I processed it. i given it enough time for today, and let's move on. <laughs> 
But I will say, though, one thing I learned through Mankind Project, which is the rite of passage into manhood that we've lost our way on, was how to communicate feelings and understand how you're communicating those feelings. Because I would bottle up everything that I thought was a bad emotion. So I would Mm -hmm. always give off a happy vibe or be like, yeah. And I would never show if I was sad or angry. I'd be like, I could say, yeah, I'm sad about that. But you'd look at me and think, how can you be sad? You're not teary eyed. You're not frowning. You're not a, you don't even look upset. But that's how I learned to survive was by not showing the weakness and then found out through this program is no this is the correct way you show it and a lot of times like shannon was saying you bottle it up and it comes out what we called sideways and you're blowing up at somebody who did nothing really wrong but they just were that catalyst to blow the top off of that jar inside and everything comes out and you're like okay and so we learned that when that happens to simply take a step back take a breath and then step back into the situation to go hey i want you to know i am upset about this but i shouldn't have reacted this way this is because i had a lot bottled up you just happened to be the one that broke the lid <laughs> I'm sorry it came out sideways and I blew up at you like I did, but yeah. And it's like it dissolves the situation and you still get to express your anger at them. You still get to release that energy, but in a healthy way instead of being that unfortunate person that just and. I would always say to people, if you need a sounding board, you know, lay it on me. I I can take it and I won't take it personal. And so, but I would never have someone that I could do that with. So I'd be bottling up my stuff, my reaction to their stuff, and then being like, okay, I got nothing. So I feel bad for the person who's going to get the butt into this. (laughs) to learn that, yeah, we don't have to be that way, that it's okay to say, hey, I'm angry about this. And the way I see it is when you acknowledge the way you feel, you become in alignment with yourself. And when you become in alignment with yourself, that's when you progress. That's why people get in so much ruts is because they're not listening to their true self and what is good for them from their higher, does that make sense from their higher self? And that comes through a lot of really metaphysical stuff. I think that's why I like talking to Michael so much because I'm, I'm really more metaphysical than anything, even though I'm so ate up with the paranormal field. But you have to be in alignment with yourself. Oh, grasshopper. Sorry, grasshopper just jumped on me. <laughs> <laughs> you got an alignment with me. But no, but when you honor what, and really focus on how you're truly feeling, 
you progress from that because it's like you're graduating from that situation. And until you do, you're just sitting in a rut. Like you have to get in alignment with yourself. I recommend a book to anyone. And if you haven't read it, Michael, I think we talked about it. I'm going to get you one. Uh, the Law of Attraction by Jerry and Esther Hicks. You take from it what you do, but there is some really good content in there. And it changed my life. I was the most worst negative Nancy my life so I mean I mean it was horrible and I read that in 2011 and my life has done nothing but transform ever since because I learned to understand energy I learned that to understand my book. higher self yeah okay so you read it so did you, yeah. I read on from those too thank you so you understand like you know that like literally there's something it's it's stuff that you already know and in that, am I right though? It's stuff you already yeah. know, but you just you get so clouded from everything else. My son's calling, Mama. Please stay inside. <laughs> well, and even on a deeper level, is you start to see why did that make me angry? Yeah, and you start to understand where you're starting to come from, and being like, "Hey, because this guy bought this, say, beer." it upset me why why did i let that upset me and then it's like you start going in and looking and going well i guess it stems from this this and this and you start letting go of these things and then you start realizing man your relationships with people become vastly different and people you've been hanging around with for years all of a sudden you may be like Hey, I know we have like a 20-year friendship but i'm sorry to say right now in this space I don't connect with you and it's okay. <laughs> and Whereas, it's a, go ahead. Instead of coming at going, Oh my God, I don't want to lose my friends. I, sh I shouldn't lose a friend over that. And then we get worried about how the other person is going to feel by you stating where you are and what you're feeling. And we used to call that the selfish side and learning there is a good selfish yeah. That we do need to honor and take care of ourselves. To be there for others. Yeah. And to touch on that, sorry, you're speaking my language tonight. I'm like, ha. Um, to touch on that, I mean, like, when others do things that upset us, when others do things that we don't understand, we have to understand they're living their own reality, their own manifestation. And we need to live ours and not let it bother us so much. If it bothers us, that's a sign to move on or work on it. But we, we can't control how other people think or how they respond because they're living in their own reality, which has nothing to do with our own. You know, and that's just how it is. We can't expect people to see things the way we do. We can't expect people to react the way we want them to. We can't expect people to behave and say things or do anything that make us feel comfortable because they're on their own path and we're on our own. They're not always going to line up and we have to learn that that's okay that it does it and not let it bother us so much. Yeah. Uh, I used to always go around and watching um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. There was a line in the movie that when I first heard it, like clicked in my head and I was like, Oh my God, you know, this sums up everything. And that was when Akeem said to Robin, there are no perfect men, only perfect intentions. And in that moment, I realized, oh, my God, I got chills thinking about that and going, I like okay, that. what he's saying is we don't have to be perfect. 
our intention is where the perfection is and my intention was this even if it didn't come out that way my intention was good right i wasn't what i wasn't meaning for this big blowout you know if something comes out like i said when something comes out sideways and it's like even if it does come out sideways you start to see the beauty in yeah so i still gotta work on that because that came out sideways not not done yet on that or geez you know that situation used to cause me to flare up and just go into the quote wild side upset and angry and here i am looking at you and like i could care less and it's like you go wow i've grown that's happened to me a couple times this year now that you said that that is so true that someone thought my intent was different than it was and i'm just like no it was not because i knew my intent was pure so yeah i'm totally nailing on that like you don't have to be perfect but as long as your intent is good you don't it doesn't matter if they perceive it that way but you know in your heart that your intent was good and how i bring that into the paranormal investigating is everybody will say you know are you going to this place because it's haunted and i'll be like no i'm going to this place to experience the place i have no attachment to if i get anything if i don't get anything if i show up late or if i'm early or you know if i end up at the wrong place hey i don't care it's exactly what was supposed to happen and there is such a peace in that to where i used to in my mind go okay i'm going to say you say i'm going to waverly hills and everybody talks about how haunted it is in my old self i would be sitting there going okay i gotta go there because i'm gonna experience this this and this and if i don't something's wrong with me because everybody else has had this happen to where now if i went there and i was like and none of that happened i'd go damn you know i guess i'm not at the same place they are and the spirits respected me for me and didn't feel the need to do that and it's like totally different approach and i don't feel like i have to prove anything anymore exactly anything and that i am who i am and that's great and if people don't like it you know not everybody will It's your own spiritual journey. I tell people all the time that being in the paranormal field, I don't, you know, I used to like cameras all over me everywhere. And that's great because that's a good researcher. But I'm honestly in the, and I tell people, honestly, I'm in the field because I'm on my spiritual journey and doing this as part of it. I don't have to have the most crazy experiences. It's in a collective of everything going on and the experiences you have, the people you meet, the lessons you learn, you know? And it's like, just like meeting you, meeting Joe, meeting Beth, meeting, you know, John and Steven, meeting Eileen, meeting, you know, Phoenix, everything, you know, Shauna, everything happens for a reason. And that's my experience. That's my fulfillment in my soul is, I'm down this road because it's it's my passion and I'm having I'm living in an experience right now. I'm living a journey of passion and that is my experience. I'm yeah. not, you know, then everybody has different journeys and passions and mine is just to experience it and share and it with others. A kind of funny experience that I just had when I 
left the team I was with, I said, look, I'm leaving only because I'm taking a different spiritual path that's more serious for me. And I know where your guys' spiritual path is from our conversations, and that's okay. And he comes back and says, so we're not serious? And I, and I flat out looked at him and on the text, and I was like, do you realize I just said I was taking a serious route? I never said you were it. Oh. And but so it was like so interesting to be looking at that and going, see, and this is, and I go, and here you are creating drama, which is one of the things I'm like, I don't need right now. I got enough of that. And this is what I'm talking about. You're creating drama when there isn't any. And it's like, just to see people's reaction to that, it's like, yeah. And it's like, how in that statement would they come up with, so we're not serious? I'm like, well, where that did goes that even come from? <laughs> well, that goes back to what I was saying is like, you're, you can't expect people to understand where you're coming from. They may not always, but your intentions were right. That's what yeah. we were talking about earlier. You know, that's an, a good example of that is not that anybody's wrong in the situation. It's just not everybody's on the right, the same path and it gets misconstrued. But as long as you're in alignment with yourself and my neighbors are yelling again, Cowboys must have filled it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you guys. Joe's just, but, I'm sorry, Joe, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening to you guys. I yeah, know. I Joe's metaphysical ride. <laughs> no, no, we talking metaphysical. I'm on. I'm on. Like I, I, I get enlightened. I, I get lifted up. You know, I really do because that's really my passion in the whole paranormal field is more the metaphysical side, and it's hard to constrain that to you know to a bunch to people when I do investigate that that's more what I do. I'm a feeler. I want to feel the energy and I'm so blessed that I spent almost 10 years doing metaphysical before paranormal because it helped me understand energy and spirit before I learned that we can use like cool equipment, yeah. you know? And I mean, and the funny thing was, is like th these people I thought of as family and I'm like, I still do. It's just, we're going in different directions and it's funny how they're, they're like, taking it personally and being like, well, we treated you like this. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's not like I'm like killing you right now. It's like, why is this, you know, such a, instead of supporting me, why is it like, oh my God, kind of moment. It's like, because we can't expect everyone to understand and that's okay. We'll wish them, you know, wish them good intent and, and yeah. good measure and that's the thing about a spiritual journey is like like i said you can't expect everyone to be on the same page you just got to be in alignment with yourself and follow through because this is your personal journey and yeah. i commend you for doing that and i'm sorry if there was any feelings hurt or anything like that and when at the end of the day it's not that big of a deal even if it feels like a big deal at the time to people but yeah. you know and things have a way of balancing out they really do but yeah, I mean, and it was great for me to see and stand in my ground and saying, you know, this is what I have to do and this is why I'm doing it yeah. and not go, oh, my God, I didn't mean to hurt you. OK, never mind. You know, I'll stick <laughs> with you guys. It was like, you know, that's my old self. I would do that because I would be, oh, my God, I'm not in it to hurt anybody. So if this yeah. hurts you, I, I, you know, I won't do it. And it's like, wait, why should I give up what I want? Because... This is 
not what it's supposed to be. And it's like, no, this is me. This is what I'm doing now. And I have to do it. So what's your take on everything we talked about tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, just enjoy listening to uh, the conversation, you know. Yeah, because like this is just- and, you know, intentions. In, in you know, you you hear the old expression, you know, about the mm-hmm. road to hell is paved with good intentions. So there's two yeah. ways to look at it, I guess. You know. Yeah, it's a good way to but, put uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, I guess there's a lot more to discuss about that topic, but uh, we're a little bit past our hour now. So, uh, oh man, I was about to say, yeah. Joe, I seen your shirt saying cryptid. I went to a place in Arkansas. That's his, that's his brand. They, uh, we were walking around these woods on their property, and there would be these X's in the wood. Mm-hmm. And I pointed it out to somebody and said, this is it's like, looks like it's grown natural, but it doesn't. And I was like, hey, do y'all see an X there? And they go, oh, that's a sign of Bigfoot. <laughs> and I go, and it's like, I'm standing there and I go, do you realize that there's in front of the X, this dome of rocks that's like perfect? And they're like, oh my God, I've never seen that before. And I'm like, Somebody had to put that together. Right. What, what part of Arkansas was this? Joe's in trees. <laughs> what part of Arkansas? Um, Mina. Mina. I think it was near Mina. It's a place called Board Camp. Okay. Josh Gates went there. Huh. Okay. Dealing with UFOs, and they have a stage where you can sit on it and watch the night sky for UFO activity. Okay. And I had some really cool EVPs there because there's no neighbors around. Uh-huh. And I was hearing all these, like I was saying to you, Joe, before, is I can hear conversations. And I hit record on my phone and, like, started recording these conversations that I was hearing. Like, it sounded like neighbors partying next door, but there aren't any neighbors. Okay. Well, I'm, and, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good area. We're yeah. gonna have to like do a part two. Yeah. You just picked those interest like last minute because uh, the rock formations usually out there by the X's, the tree formations. Yeah, it looks yeah. like, like you'd yeah. almost yeah. like a star yeah, with Joe though, with Joe's experience because that's what Joe does. Joe is, is does, does Bigfoot research. That's that's his specialty. So what how does what does that speak to you when you hear the rock formations? Because I'm curious. Uh, you know, you know uh, first of all. It, you, I, I like to look at it myself and determine whether or not it was uh, people doing it or something else doing it, you know. Right. Uh, you know, the same goes for the X's, if, it's, if it was a natural formation or not. But the area where he's talking about is actually a really good area for Bigfoot acti- activity. There's a national forest right there that's pretty active. It's not that far from Broken Bow, actually. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just right yeah, yeah, it's 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 good area. It's it's prime area actually. Yeah. Oh, and real quick, Shannon, you know that spider in Broken Bow? Yeah. I talked to <laughs> Ashley about it in an interview, and she said it was a year old before she bought before she took over that it was in there from a prior owner. She never changed the batteries in it. Never, and it's cut for electricity, so there is no way 
in reasonable logic, that spider should be going off still. But our reasonable logic is different than normal people, though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, and my reasonable logic is I get why that went off because I've been there. I've investigated there twice. So yeah. Yeah. I've been there twice, too. And the first time I never encountered the spider. And the second time I did, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> there's something about this spider. <laughs> Well, we got to schedule a part two. I know we uh, went over 10 minutes and Joe's got stuff to do, but we need to schedule a part two and continue this conversation yeah. on because I've enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. We'll get you back on here, Mike and, uh, or Michael. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect you, man. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, we need to get you back on here and continue this conversation, especially with you and Shannon. This is the most I've heard her talk in a long time. So. <laughs> We're real my like topic man i'm telling yeah. you like metaphysical paranormals is just a byproduct of of the metaphysical it's a way yeah. of gathering and see, you don't get to talk about that too much so yeah yeah and then like yeah. i know i've been like blah, blah, blah. i'm like didn't want to be rude i'm like i want to cut in i want to cut in i got something to say so yeah yeah we'll do this again thank you so much michael for coming on and oh, thank you for having you me you've always been so kind to me and and that's that's the relationship I have with you is we have respect for each other. Definitely. Joe picks on me, whatever, brother, big brother, little brother. I don't know. He's like little a little brother, brother but he's way little. he's like twenty years older than me. But you know. Yeah, whatever, punk. <laughs> anyway, hey Mike, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Everyone in the chat, thanks for participating too. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll have to get Mike on again. And uh, with that being said, good night, everybody. Good night. See y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>